those patriots before us. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. Together, we will complete the mission. We will cross the finish line. We will evict crooked Joe Biden from the White House. And we will take back this country with a righteous and magnificent victory on Election Day 2024. The great silent majority is rising like never before. And under our leadership, the forgotten men and women will be forgotten no longer. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. Some days I wonder why Donald keeps going as much as they've tried to just filet mignon that guy. I like that Donald. Yeah, that Donald was very... Give me more of that Donald. ...in passion over uh, the weekend there in South Dakota. Great speech. Yeah, that's 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 beautiful. Yeah. Let's let's have more of that. (laughs) Right. There's a guy. I I assume it's a guy. I don't know for sure. Sorry. I'm getting things out of that. That's okay. Well, the cleaning lady comes in sometimes and cleans so good. That we can't, we don't have access to anything. Right. Yeah. So anyway, the, um, some, these people put up all these different things about Trump online and they put up eight hours. They just kept looping his speech over. So I go an eight hour speech. Uh, Um, hardly he will give a 90 minute to two hour entertaining speech at times. Right. But anyway, yeah, I, I, it's it's worth a look if you want to, you know, hear Trump speak. It Especially wasn't, if you're if you're like us and you just don't want to hear the same stuff regurgitated, right? And the same negative, you know, lying Ted and right and the sanctimonious and yeah. all that. Well, it, he got those yeah. jabs into in places, but um, but he didn't park there. No, no, he yeah. he was he was nice. Good. So Very yeah, good. he keeps going down that road. He may get some of those independence that dr bob always talks about uh-huh. needing to get so that'd be good so happy monday yeah how was the weekend it was busy i'm mm-hmm. tired like i, I had to too. come back to work just to kind of revamp a little bit <laughs> i get it it was like one of the although yesterday of course there was a lot of rain yeah yesterday yeah. i felt like molly and rogan their whole job and purpose in life was to undo all the cleaning oh just mud the house up I for did, you huh just Oh my Dragging in leaves and parts well, of grass. And so the the floofy dog next door, that's yeah. like the poodle. I oh, don't the know. Mix, Lexi, yeah. Lexi is the yeah. Mm. Um, so she comes over and they literally roll around in a mud pit, <laughs> and they are disgusting. <laughs> They're completely covered. Sounds like fun. <laughs> oh Lord, I don't know. I just sometimes I wish I could roll around in a mud pit. Well, you should come and play with Lexi and Molly and Rogan. But with my misfortune at times, I'd probably roll into where there was a piece of broken bottle glass or something, you know, and come out with a wound in my back or something. I don't know. Well, don't be bringing it into my living room. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be bringing blood and mud. Yeah, I can't do that. All right, here's your thought of the day. Yeah, let's do it. It's from uh, Mark Twain. Hmm. Keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. Yeah. But the really great make you feel that you, too, can become great. All you need to do is 
ignore their sorry. Right. Had to do it in my own life. Yeah. I had to do it in my own. I, I wouldn't be sitting here if I had listened to the people say, nope, that idea you got, never going to work. Right. And it worked for almost 10 years at another radio station. Well. And I was being told by professional radio people, mm. it'll never work. But one of your old bosses, one of my old bosses, Bob Abbott, said, there's something I see in your eye. You just keep following you just what you've it. got in front of you. Follow it, son. Follow it. Yeah. And that just that one talk in the parking lot with him encouraged me for years. Yeah. It's, it's amazing funny. what, what it's an encouraging word will do. Right. And we talked about that last week mm-hmm. in one of our thoughts today. Absolutely. Be that guy. 434-248-0704 is our text number. Play along with our Mind Jam Trivia. You're going to find out what my first love was here in a little bit, but today is National First Love Day. I didn't know we had a day dedicated to it. Yep. Our question is this. How old are most people when they experience their first love? That's what we want to know. That was about 11. 11? Yeah. What was her name? I can't tell you. I'll tell you coming out of the break. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say your first love was peanut butter or something. I well, didn't know. No, that came later. <laughs> that came later or <laughs> earlier. Well, yeah. I have a feeling. I can't really pinpoint that I have, one. I have a feeling you came out of the womb going, Reese Cup. <laughs> Pretty sure. They smacked my behind. I said, <laughs> Reese. Give me my Reese. That's right. Exactly. All right. So tell us uh, how old you think most people are when they experience first love. Mm-hmm. On this day in history, in 1947, the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, officially comes into existence after being established by President Truman. And it was a good thing for so many years, but these are the recruiting videos now for the CIA. I'm a woman of color. I am a mom. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I am intersectional, but my existence is not a box-checking exercise. I am a walking declaration, a woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences. I'm sorry, I just have to stop it. That's a recruiting video for the CIA. I am intersectional. That means I can get the bad guys better because I intersect them at different intersections like Maine and Third. Are you drinking caffeine today? I have a little. I need it after this weekend. Okay. Our CIA, all the three See, letter the, the agencies. the more ramped up just, you get, the quieter I get. I noticed that. Yeah. Happens around my house, too. Uh-huh. Um, see, I think intersectional means they just can't maneuver traffic circles. <laughs> I think that's probably well, what that, that is. Be. Yeah. That makes more sense. Uh, 1951, a streetcar named Desire, based on Tennessee Williams' play, becomes a movie. He's coming. There's even something subhuman about it. I wish you'd stop taking it for granted that I'm in something I want to get out of. That's me on a Monday when I go to Cuban Island and it's closed. I'm telling you about me. <laughs> They're closed on Mondays and I go, Stella! A cell has to have a day. I know. She's got to have a day off. I know. As long as it's not the day we're there. Right. In 1964, on this day in history, the TV sitcom series The Addams Family premieres on ABC. It only ran for two seasons. I know. It's hard How to believe. How is that possible? I know. They made, what, two movies based off of it. They really are a scream. The Addams Family. Neat. Sweet. Petite. Yeah, it's hard to believe there are only two seasons. I think that was the case with Star Trek. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's two or yeah, three I seasons. That, I knew they had a short 
just run. Doesn't matter if it's good enough. It it stands the test of time. It must have just been a blip on the radar because the Munsters was only around that long as well. Yeah. Uh, same same time period, sixty four mm-hmm. to sixty six. Yeah. I just thought they were. As a young man, I was confused between the two shows. Well, they came out at the same times. It's like one had their offering, the other right. had their offering, and and you had to like. And they made spooky stuff fun. They did. Know? And, and we liked it. And then Spooky got Spooky again, and then I quit watching Spooky. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, birthdays. If it's your birthday today, you share it with singer Frankie Avalon, who turns 83. That's a big hit from 1959. Venus. that team up with him and Annette Funicello. Annette Funicello. Yeah. Yeah, that. She was pretty. I think I loved her. That could have been my first love. I think I loved her. So what am I so afraid? Okay. Actress Jada Pinkett Smith is having a birthday today. She's turning 52 years old. You are too fine to be giving me curbside service. I'm not. I'm leaving. What are you talking about leaving? We just got here. No, you just got here. I've been waiting for you for almost an hour. Hey, now they say anticipation helps make the appetite grow stronger, if you know what I mean. Anticipate a night alone. Hey, hey, let's just have a meal again. Why are you leaving? Wait, let's, hey, what you want me to beg you? <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Eddie Murphy. I think it's the one where he plays all the characters. and. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, actor James... Marsden is having a birthday today. He's turning the big 50. Wait a minute. Book him, Dano. I'm 50. Book him, Dano. I'm 5 50 years old. 50 years old. I don't want to look. Hey, come on. This is a win-win. If it's positive, awesome. We're having a baby. I want to name it Frisbee. If it's negative, awesome. We're not going to fight about the name Frisbee and... We get disco fries for breakfast because we're sad. (laughs) (laughs) Name your dog Frisbee, maybe not your child. (laughs) Remind me later to to share with you the conversation that Bailey and her uh, significant other had Hmm. about baby names. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy, this is getting serious if they're talking about that. It's very serious. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. Let me know if you need a DJ. Okay. <laughs> I know one. I need you to pronounce this next guy's name. Oh, uh, Sudeikis? I don't know. Jason Sudeikis. He's from SNL. Of course, he's got that big hit on Apple's TV platform that I can't remember. It's about a soccer team. I've had people tell me, you got to watch this show, but the language is a little rough. Well, okay. so uh, here's the headline. Skyler is one cool kid. Okay. Uh, the math stuff, however, he, he's having a tougher time with, you know, especially fractions. But he may need some additional help, you know, a tutor, perhaps. I see. Okay. Yeah, we can we can do that. Yeah. And are you available? I mean, in what sense? This is mom coming on to the school teacher and oh. him returning the favor. Oh dear. SNL sketch. <laughs> okay. All righty then. Wow. Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, singer Joanna Catherell of Human League is having a birthday today. I remember them. 61. Yeah, a couple really good hits. Yep. Oh, aren't we all?
I guess that's their theme song. Human League. Right. Singing about how we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel did a song. We're supposed to make mistakes or something. We're only human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to play that song, too. Yeah, that's a good song. We need we need a little more humanity and, yeah. a, and a lot less of, you know, social media. Well, you know, it starts with an H. It's called mm-hmm. the hits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Actor Travis Schultz of Scrubs is having a birthday today. He's turning 49. I know how dudes are. I mean, not all guys, but, you know, the patriarchy. I mean, you know, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> the piano. Is it like a mini grand? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. Oh. oh. Are those your parents? Huh? <laughs> no. No, they came with the frame. Oh. You're in my bio, right? Flip houses? <laughs> then it gets a lot creepier after that. I couldn't play anymore. But, but it was funny, but it was creepy. Yeah, a little bit. All right, back to our Mind Jam trivia of the mm-hmm. day. Today is National First Love Day. The question is, how old are most people when they experience their first love? I pretty much pinpointed at about 11 years old for me personally. Okay, all yeah. right. Um, some folks are saying uh, 12. Okay. A lot of people have said 12. Somebody said 14. Another said 16. Mm. Um, yeah, 15. So they're, they're in that those early, yeah. like, preteen, teenage years. We'll mm-hmm. tell you if you're right when we come back. All right. Carrie Levgren from Kansas, turning 74 today. It's 619. Don't you cry no more. Missed part of the morning jam? No problem. You can listen to the show anytime by going to SoundCloud and typing in the morning jam on VTRN, followed by the numerical date. It's that simple. We upload all of our interviews, the morning jam eye opener, and each hour of the show individually. Don't miss out on any of the great content that's delivered online just for you on our SoundCloud page. The morning jam on VTRN. found the right right choice it's the rebirth of common sense talk radio we are the morning jam there's my hint of my first love 623 here on this uh, monday morning today is national first love day yeah our question is how old were most of uh, us when we experienced our first love i was around 11 when football became my first love Okay. And it was for many, many years. Well, I think we were looking for like actual love, well, like this, like falling this, in love. I fell in love with football. No, that's not what we're looking for. <laughs> person, a person. You fall in love with a person, like your first love. Okay, okay. Uh, Vicky, um, it, it was, uh, let's see, it was fifth grade. <laughs> that's Vic- not true love in the fifth grade. It Was it fifth grade? I think it was fifth grade. Right, the answer is 18 I mean, I, I to could, 21. I couldn't That's stop the answer. thinking of her. I couldn't stop. I she, and she moved away. Right. And my heart was broken. Sure. Vicky DeChatelis or something like that. I, I mean, I think that's more of a crush. I had a crush on, on Ricky Armstrong. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My first real, real love. Yeah. Your first real, real love. Like, like. It was in high school. The, the first real love that comes with the first real heartbreak, you know, that I think that's when you know it's your first. Okay, love. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm being totally transparent here. Yeah. One of my first loves. Yeah. Ended up marrying my little brother. Ooh. 
Wow. We broke up. Yeah. And um, and she just and, and it was one of those deals that I just never got a reason. So uh-huh. I was I was pretty heartbroken. I would still go by and see her. We became friends. Wait, she you, she you ends never, up dating my oh, little like you brother. Never, you never really knew because she had her eyes on your well, lo- younger brother. That's why. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. Funny story, just real quick. Okay, I really love to see you tonight. Yeah. Was our song. Oh. Okay. So, and my little brother, is he passed from cancer a little over 10, 12 years ago now. Um, but this would have been about 15 years ago. We're all sitting around at mom's house on a Sunday. You know, we're down visiting and stuff and um we were just talking about songs and that came up uh-huh i really love to see you tonight i said joan you remember that was our song she goes yeah and my little brother stands up and my little brother's very boisterous and loud and yeah what do you mean you had a song we never had a song oh uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> and we just all got a good laugh out of it yeah but, that's pretty um, good yeah that's funny good stuff well it is national first love day maybe take a couple of minutes to think about what that first love was and yeah. maybe how far you've come since that other bad decision perhaps i don't know <laughs> all right uh lots of headlines to go over today including one from virginia military institute they're being sued over alleged sexual assault that took place during a 2021 open house hmm. so that's uh that's an interesting story. We're trying to figure out exactly what's going on there. Well, you know, the uh, the Taliban, we've heard of them before. Taliban takes American, 18 of them, and uh, no, I'm sorry. They take an American and 18 other hostages for propagating and promoting Christianity. So there you go. Okay. Preaching the gospel, you still get thrown in jail. Right. So it just didn't happen in Paul's day. It's happening overseas, which is very very sad but it's it's the real deal yeah well it was a a week ago that we started uh, telling you about some allegations swirling around a a local gynecologist in uh, lynchburg Uh, what a difference a week makes Mm. now a law firm is investigating multiple claims of misconduct uh, against dr lewis dabney who resigned from that practice last week Mm -hmm. and uh, apparently this isn't going to go away anytime soon. Yeah. Because a lot of women came forward last week. Yeah. Nearly 70% of Americans believe biological men, and this number should be a lot higher, but anyway, 70% believe that biological men should not compete against women in sports. But I'll take the 70%. That's more than the uh, majority. 70%. Yeah. That's ridiculous that there are 30% of people that think men should be able to compete yeah. against women. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, I can't no wait sense. to dig deeper into that survey to see who they were surveying <laughs> on that one. We, we shall see. Um, so apparently Appomattox County Public Schools had uh, a threat made that uh, prompted the evacuation of students on Friday. Uh, they say it did not come from inside the school or Appomattox. So we'll dig deeper into that story this morning. Uh, along the uh, gender fault lines, which seems to be in the news a lot, a in a win for common sense, Kansas keeps birth certificates true to the biology of the person who's being born. Well, good for them. It just makes perfect sense that if there is a 
certain piece of the equipment that's there on that little baby, it ought to be a boy. If it's not there, it's a girl. It just seems so one-on-one. I know. I don't know. Um, you know, I had an interesting conversation with my youngest who who said, Mom, do you know that if you trace back the decline of almost every main civilization that that it, it came, it started with gender? Mm. When they started getting weird about gender right. and and all that, Rome. which yeah. I thought I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've learned nothing from any no, of that. we haven't. Uh, Charlotte County, leading by example, mm-hmm. they uh, they've decided instead of tearing down their monuments, they're going to put up signage to give it context. What a novel idea! Wow, that's awesome. Hey, look at that. This is wish why somebody we have... else had thought about that. That's why he rode the horse, little Johnny. Like everyone, everyone said, just put it in context. Right. Oh, it sure helps. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but that's that's what they did at the uh, the Charlotte County Historic Courthouse. Uh, they actually put up some signage to bring t- context to a, a Confederate monument that is there. And I mean, this one is a pretty benign one. It's mm. just like one of those tall pillar kind of things. Yeah. Uh, so. There's that. Well, Town Hall is uh, doing an article. The founders structured the Constitution to allow for Americans to thrive with Janet's favorite phrase, limited government. Mm-hmm. We all believe in government. We just believe it should be limited, not right. become this mammoth, right, ginormous, out-of-control thing that it is now. Otherwise, it's communism. Right. Yeah. 731 here on The Morning Jam. Welcoming Matt ferguson to the team on a full-time basis here now he will bring us the weather here in just a little bit and currently we have in lynchburg 56 degrees bedford has 56 as does roanoke and salem 58 in danville 58 in appomattox 56 in amherst demands for mental health (laughs) services is growing in the area regional health providers are expanding it to meet the needs uh, Carillion Clinic in Roanoke, as well as Central Health and Horizon Behavioral Health in Lynchburg, are in the midst of launching new programs aimed at increasing and improving treatment. Data shows that early intervention leads to better outcomes in individuals who maintain access to a natural support system in their community, experience uh, better treatment outcomes. So that's uh, something we've talked about for a long time, and, and we're glad the uh, Roanoke-Lynchburg area is working on that. Well, a woman who was kayaking on the Potomac uh, passed away after getting trapped under a rock Sunday afternoon. Two dozen people from an out-of-state college were kayaking near the Montgomery County, D.C. line when the woman, a member of their group, was pinned under a rock in hydraulics, according to Pete Pringer, Montgomery County Fire and Rescue Service spokesperson. Other kayakers tried to save the woman before crews arrived, but she did not survive. Hydraulics are the most common hazards in rivers, creating a vacuum as the water flows over an obstacle such as large rocks. I have experienced that. Mm -hmm. It is terrifying. Hmm. Well, we've got a big race in the midst of our state. Every district, we're talking about getting back the House of Delegates and the Senate. And if you want to turn things around in our state, it's got to happen. And that means Republicans have to win, even if you have to hold your knows to vote for some republicans and uh, that seems to be the case in competitive especially around here yeah competitive districts democrats are out raising republicans in campaign cash 
a House delegate uh, Gibson holding a, a big money advantage over Owens. House District uh, Fegans, that's nine, number 97. Uh, Greenlaw has uh, more cash, but Fegan's been able to uh, outraise, but apparently is spending that money by way of probably media advertising. District 16, state uh, Senate de- delegates. Um, let's see, the Democrats got twice as much money as the Republican. If money is the milk of, uh, of politics. You've got to be able to raise the money because of your campaign. Uh, can't spend the money on media. The other, the other person will define you, Janet, whether it's good, bad, or fair or not. Right. You have to be able to uh, raise enough money to have to get into the media, even though I've always know, said that every candidate should have to use the same amount of money. Oh, I know, because that shows you one thing right there: how they spend the money. Right. If they can manage their money well, and and yeah, those kinds I mean, of just things. to give it kind of a, le- a, a level playing playing field, field. Yeah. That seems like such a simple thing, mm-hmm. but. Did Not you realize that. the uh, Virginia horseradish growers? Um, I didn't even know there was. Are in Virginia. the pockets of some. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Delegates. Yeah, it's it's are you, a it's. Are you I'm, being I am. This right is now? in this article. The Virginia horseradish growers. It's called um, no doubt spurring the other candidate to warn that his or her opponent is in the pocket of big horseradish. <laughs> That's what the article says. It's the Horseradish Growers Association. Well, you know. I don't think now, I they tend know. to tilt Republican. The horseradish people do? Mm-hmm. Well, you know why. Because they're evil meat eaters. What? They're prime ribbers. <laughs> That's what that is. I mean, the, the puns on this article. There's, there's, very, there's very few vegetarians going to be using that horseradish for things. But boy, if you're a meat eater, they you say are they all would about it. Happily give to Democrats if they think Democrats might require in all school lunches just a dollop of horseradish. <laughs> are you sure that's not a parody? No, this is not. This is cardinal news. Okay. This is serious all right. stuff. Well, again, I think big that explains, horseradish. I think that explains the whole thing. <laughs> it's like the whole it's the whole prime rib thing. That's exactly what it is. All right. Oh, Lordy. That is the most bizarre story of the morning, I think. <laughs> well, probably. Could uh, be. The more serious note here, as we turn our eyes to Lexington, mm-hmm. a prospective student claims that a law in a lawsuit that Virginia Military Institute cadet sexually assaulted her mm. during an overnight open house stay in 2021. The lawsuit was filed in U.S. Uh, District Court in Lynchburg last week and says that the woman, then a high school student, interested in attending the nation's oldest state-supported military college, was assigned a cadet host with whom she shared a room, according to the lawsuit. The woman, identified simply as Jane Doe, attended a two-day open house, described on VMI's website as the best way for a high school student to experience firsthand what it's like to be a cadet with her parents, who have strong ties to the school, according to the lawsuit. The assault allegedly happened on September 18th of 21, and later that day after leaving campus with her parents, the student expressed in an extremely distressed manner that she had been sexually assaulted, the lawsuit stated. The cadet was not identified by name nor by sex in the pleading. Well, it had to be a woman, Mm. right? They're not going to assign a male cadet to sleep in the same room with her. Man, I just don't. 
I don't know anymore. Right. I, I don't know anymore. I, I can't imagine. Following day, uh, her father reported the incident to VMI police. The matter was turned over to the school's Title IX coordinator. For all the good that does us, mm-hmm. Title IX is a joke. In December, Superintendent Cedric Wins told those parents that their daughter's claims had been deemed unfounded, but shared no other information. Well, that'll get you a lawsuit for sure. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep an eye on that one. That's interesting. To make a horseradish sauce. Oh, for the primary or for, really? for the coleslaw, you want to put horseradish dressing in it? Same deal. Very simple. First, we're going to start with must with uh, mayonnaise. Dude, now you're going to know he's using dudes, Janet. Of course, he is. I, I, because uh, <laughs> so what if you make it? Now I'm invested. Once in a while, it really doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> now I'll write a recipe for you, so you'll have it okay. as a base. I don't need it. Just show it. me. Sour cream. I'll freestyle it. It's going to be a nice okay. little cream. If you don't want, if you want, this is how I make my horseradish sauce. Cream fresh. It's wonderful. I have a white Worcestershire sauce. Oh, okay. So you don't have white Worcestershire sauce. It's actually called marinade for chicken. Because because it doesn't use a, don't use it doesn't turn it brown. That's why he's doing that. Keeps it nice black. and white. You don't want it. So I mean, white yeah. Worcestershire sauce. Same reason you use white pepper. Be careful. Don't Ooh la la. Okay. <laughs> it's going to give a salt. It's going to give a really interesting flavor. Oh. A little bit of hot sauce. Use whatever hot okay. sauce you want. Don't have to use hot sauce if you don't want to. Okay. And of course, the star of the show Horseradish, okay. prepared horseradish. But how much? If Ooh. you can't, Ooh. if you can oh, find Lord. fresh horseradish, <laughs> wow! Treat them, Holy cannoli! That's a half a cup. Yeah. Cure. You got to put the vinegar. You got to do a bunch of stuff to it. Uh, you can certainly use oh. fresh horseradish, but you, you he's can't putting just in more. Take it and, and <laughs> wow! It it, so you have to deal with it. Well, All here's right, the good news. Another video. A little here's bit the of Dijon mustard. All right. Dijon mustard. I am gonna uh, Dijon is what he's fresh garlic. Optional chopped garlic. A lot of garlic. Optional. A little bit of chopped parsley for okay, a nice color. That's beautiful. And <laughs> lemon juice. All right. Lemon juice. Remember, when you get a lemon, you want to yep. squeeze them first, right? That's so right. So you get more juice out of it, right? Uh huh. The little simple thing we do in the kitchen sometimes. All right. You know? I don't think and I can use that lemon, much horseradish. He really right. loaded it. Right. A little up. bit of lemon juice. All right. And that's it. That's going to give us a lot of acidity. It's going to help us. See, that would be great on a crab cake as well, but that's going to be way too much. Maybe we'll post this. Boy, he's whipping that puppy up now. And this is just easy to make horseradish from uh, Chef Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre. One of okay. he's related to uh, the press that's, secretary. That's exactly what I put in my horseradish sauce, yeah. except I don't put that much horseradish in. <laughs> Holy cow. He's got a nice kitchen there. That is a lot of horseradish. Is that a wine cooler to the left of his shoulder? I don't know, but it's radio. They can't see. No. All right. We'll be back <laughs> with more. So I, I will say this before we go to break. Yes. Your wife sent me this message. Yes. I gave Mark half regular, half decaf today. He informs me as he's leaving the house, he needs to stop by Sheets and get coffee. I thought, oh boy, I feel sorry for Janet today. Uh, I said I could tell in the first 30 seconds that he had had too much caffeine. I've also put out the call for the caffeine equivalent of Narcan. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. So where I can just like give you a jab and bring you down. Hungry for some truth with a sign of common sense? You want answers? I'm not going down. The right choice. It's the rebirth of common sense talk radio. We are the morning jam. The morning jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 648 on a Monday. 
Matt Ferguson now joining the uh, the meteorologist uh, wing of the network. So grateful to have Matt. You'll hear his voice. Uh, WDBJ7 still continues to bring us the news at the bottom of the hour and throughout the day. So thanks to uh, everything they did for us for so long. But now Matt Ferguson, the uh, VTRN meteorologist, and uh, he's that friendly voice that uh, you hear uh, on the weekends. Now you're going to hear him every day of the week. It's yeah, gonna we be love like him. Matt's going to be your new best friend. So last week we had, was it last week? Last week we apprehended the guy who escaped from prison, right? The um, one in Pennsylvania. The yeah. one in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we've had more people escaping in Pennsylvania. I don't know what the problem <laughs> okay. is in Pennsylvania. Don't know. Uh, nine juveniles escaped from a Pennsylvania juvenile detention center last wow. night. Wow. That was following a riot at the facilities. Wow. The Berks County District Attorney's Office said that the escape from Abrex's Academy, because mm-hmm. that sounds less like prison, <laughs> in Morgantown, right. happened just after 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Multiple law enforcement agencies responded to the scene. The Township Police Department said the escapees were wearing white or gray T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement took back over the detention center after the riot, according to Pennsylvania State Police. Mm. There are reported injuries to staff as a result of the incident. Oh, Multiple alerts were sent out to Morgantown residents who live near the academy. Mm-hmm. Officials are asking people near Interstate 76 and Route 10 to remain vigilant. Nine of these young people. Nine. Nine. Nine young men. Well, they just think they're having themselves a good old time, I'm sure. The Twin Valley School District is located roughly six miles away from the academy. Mm -hmm. They said in a statement that all schools and offices will be closed as the search continues. Okay. Given the ongoing situation, they'll be closing all schools and offices today. Interesting. The jailbreak comes after... um, Escaped inmate. We talked about that. The convicted murderer was taken back into custody last week. Yeah, the illegal alien, by the way. Correct. Who was convicted of murdering his girlfriend in 2021. Mm -hmm. So not not just allegedly. Right. He was he he murdered his girlfriend. Yeah, he murdered a girlfriend in Venezuela or somewhere first, then came over here and killed his American version of the girlfriend. Right. So you know, by all means, welcome all of them in. No problem. Yeah. Uh, at one point during the search, he was spotted on a doorbell camera. We talked about that last week. You would think nine nine of these guys, we would be able to find them. You think they they just well, think I think they, stick it together, or they all just scattered? Well, I, w- I would think they scattered. Maybe some of them paired up. I mean, that'd just be... Apparently, this isn't the first time this has happened. Hmm. Uh, they had two other escapees. Okay. Uh, two other escapees from facilities in Pennsylvania took place earlier this year. In July, a homicide suspect escaped the Warren County Jail and was on the run for more than a week before he was captured. See, like a Democrat governor. Yeah, and they then need to tighten up. Two inmates escaped the Philadelphia Industrial Correctional Center in May. That lasted ten days. Several others charged with assisting in the escape. Yeah, they need to. They need to rein that mess yeah, in they need because they are all ramped up yep. they had that riot now they're all ramped up and and out and mm-mm. and they're probably you know and, and this stuff is why people don't want jails in their backyard right right yeah 
when people yeah. are start raising cane, mm-hmm. I mean, those are people with families. Absolutely. And are, are elderly people mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. might not be able to fight off. I mean, these are oh, going to yeah. be young people. Young, right, healthy, right. strong, yep. strong people. Yep. Not good. Y'all need to tighten up in Pennsylvania. And, and, and this is a, um, what kind of facility was it? Well, <laughs> I mean, they're not in there for, a, for heavy juvenile, crimes. It's a juvenile. Well, we don't know. Well, I mean, a, ju- it's a juvenile, juvenile detention just means they weren't charged for. Right. Well, they, they're not an charged adult. as an adult, but typically they're not sticking murderers in there because they can reissue. Well, we're not charging me as a juvenile. We're going to go for the adult status here. Well, but, let, but let's somebody. just let's just let me just say this: some of these situations with these MS thirteen people oh well i know yeah i they mean do the... and and some of them oh i know weren't charged as adult and they were put in detention centers so well they shouldn't have because they'll i would assume nothing sometimes this is just this is just a landing page before they graduate to something else yeah, yeah. so i i agree with i you. assume nothing former anymore. president trump bad hombres you know so. yeah well can't say that well, hey did no, you that's racist did you see <laughs> the uh the article about the rolling stone co-founder did you read that article what an idiot no of course you know many times they put out their their list and we're like where are you even getting this list from Uh, like the top 100 whatever and you go yeah no jan winner who co-founded rolling stone magazine was also the co-founder of the rock and roll hall of fame which has had its share of you know Mm -hmm. critics has been removed from the hall's board of directors after making disparaging comments towards black and female musicians. Huh. He has been removed from the board of directors and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation, the hall said, this weekend, a day after his comments were published in the New York Times. Interesting. Winter created a firestorm doing publicity for his new book, The Masters, which features interviews with musicians Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. Jerry Garcia, Mick Jagger, John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, Pete Townsend, U2's Bono. I'm sensing a trend here. Hmm. They're all white and they're all male. Right, right. So, Interesting. because of that, he was asked the question, why didn't you interview women or black musicians? That seems like that seems like a fair question. Oh, yeah, I think it's a fair question. If you're talking sure. about rock and roll, yeah, how can you leave out yeah. black musicians and mm-hmm. and women musicians? Right. This was his answer. Oh Lord, it's so cringy. Quote: <laughs> It's not that they're inarticulate, although go have a deep conversation with Grace Slick or Janis Joplin, <laughs> please be my guest. You know, Joni Mitchell is not a philosopher of rock and roll. She didn't in my mind, meet the test. Wow. Yeah, Joni Mitchell, seriously? <laughs> yeah, you're, di- you're digging your hole deep just with your first comment. Jeez. Of black artists, he says, quote, you know, Stevie huh. Wonder, genius, right? I suppose when you use a word as broad as masters, the fault is using that word. Maybe Marvin Gaye or Curtis Mayfield. I mean, they just don't articulate at that level, no. Winner said. Lord have mercy. Hmm. You have lost your mind, sir. Yeah, no doubt. I just can't believe he said that. Late Saturday, he apologized through his publisher, 
saying, quote, in my interview with the New York Times, I made comments that diminished the contributions, genius and impact of black and women artists. Really, Sherlock? Yeah, okay. (laughs) I apologize wholeheartedly for those remarks. Then maybe you should make those in person. You made your other comments in person. Right. He added, quote, I totally understand the inflammatory nature and badly chosen words and deeply apologize and accept those consequences. Yeah. Coming soon to an Ollie's near you Werner's book because right. he's not yeah, going to be yeah. selling any of those. Yeah. Um, in the interview, he seemed to acknowledge he would face a backlash. <laughs> Quote, just for public relations sake, maybe I should have gone and found one black and one woman artist to include here that didn't measure up to that same historic oh my standard gosh. Wow. just to avert this kind of criticism. Wow. Yeah, just dig it a little bit deeper. Oh my, just, I don't just, know that he could. I, he took a backhoe out at that point <laughs> and just <laughs> like, one with a big bucket, too. Yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> oh my Lord. Good could Lord. you not see that this is going horribly wrong? No but doubt. The person interviewing him had to be standing there with their mouth completely open. <laughs> Last year, oh, Rolling Stone Lord. magazine published the 500 greatest albums of all times. Let's see what landed in the top. What's going on? Number one, uh-huh. Marvin Gaye, right? A black dude, right? Number two, Blue by Joni Mitchell. Mm. Oh, she's a chick, right? Number three, Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. Oh yeah, uh, black dude. Number yep. four, Purple Rain by Prince and the Revolution. Mm. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, number eight was Lauren Hill's The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Uh, that was number 10. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You need to just go retire into the sunset, sir. I don't think you'll ever get yeah, over that go one. Just fade away somewhere. Rolling Stone's niche in uh, magazines was Jeez. an outgrowth of his outsized interest, a mixture of authoritative music and cultural coverage with tough investigative reporting. Of course, mm. we know how some of that recording reporting has gone oh that, my gosh yeah that disaster of a uva story yeah man, that came back uh, that to they bite did them. yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah, i can, ruined some lives in the process too i mean i don't know how old he is but he's got to be up there well maybe it's senility i don't know but i mean that that's how you know that's how he really feels mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah yeah i don't very, you're, you're not going to overcome that one, buddy. I mean, Rolling Stone, how liberal can you get? I know. But it's the conservatives that, you know, yeah, they, they get all beat the, up all the, the time. The minorities all the time. I just can't believe yeah. anybody would be that stupid to say those things. He's 77, by the way. Right. Yeah. All righty then. <laughs> yeah. Seven o'clock is upon us. It's on Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday morning jam. Thanks be for being able to get here that with book us. Really cheap. <laughs> so cheap. Oh jeez. Hey, it'll make a good, you know, like wedge to keep the door open to your office or something. No, uh, no thank you. 